Our doctor is in, and so are the doctors of Capital Health. Welcome to the all-new Health 411. Every Sunday morning at 10, Dr. Jonathan Karp, along with our respected panel of guests from Capital Health, take you on an important medical journey to help you navigate your health and the healthcare system. To reach your destination, good health. Health 411 is underwritten by Capital Health. Minds advancing medicine. Capital Health is the region's leader in providing progressive quality patient care with exceptional physicians, nurses, and staff, as well as advanced technology. 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 TheBronc.com proudly nominated for National Association of Broadcasters 2019, 2021, and 2002 Marconi Award for Best College Radio Station, as well as the winner of the 2023 IBS College Media Award for universities under 10,000 students. We are broadcasting from the Bronx Hall Digital Studios on the campus of Ryder University. Welcome to Health 411. I'm your host, Professor Jonathan Karp. This Health 411 program is presented by Capital Health. In Health 411, we discuss a variety of issues affecting health and wellness, public health, healthcare policy, and the science of health and healthcare. Our goal is to expand your knowledge and perspective. Today, we're recording with our esteemed undergraduate producer, Dan Geller, and our guest, Cody Bramlett. Cody, among many different things, is the CEO of Science Natural, and he does a lot of other things. Um, on the web, if you search him, he calls himself a supplement millionaire, so we're going to hear more about that. Uh, welcome to the program, Cody. Thank you. I'm excited to be here, guys. It is a pleasure to have you on. Um, and for our listening audience, why don't we begin by um, you telling us a little bit about your background and um, of the, the, the large potpourri of things that you now do. Yeah, definitely. So thank you for having me, guys. So let's go back in the days, back to my childhood. I, <laughs> I was a less healthy kid eating Taco Bell and macaroni and cheese, and I discovered the world of exercise. Uh, after graduating college, I became obsessed with uh, the idea of kettlebells and ended up actually opening up a kettlebell studio. At that point, I started my journey of being a uh, health business entrepreneur, and that was the first of many. So I ran a kettlebell studio gym in San Diego and had about 200 members at one point, and it was fun. However, uh, for those out there who want to start a gym, just know that it's more of a charity and less of a career. Um, and uh, had a really great time doing that, learned a lot. And one of the biggest things that bugged me was my students kept bringing in terrible supplements and telling me how much they spent on it. So I decided, you know what? My next crazy adventure, I'm gonna start a supplement brand. Well, and so it, I, I'm gonna interrupt for a question because we have a lot of yeah. students who do say things like they wanna be personal trainers. Um, so what was your major in college? Is that, did you do a major? Business one of the management. Okay, it had so, nothing to do with fitness. So you were not in one of the health sciences kinds of things? Or one no, of the no, I, did, I didn't want to go down. Yeah, I didn't want to go down to the path of like physical therapist. And I think if you're doing that, awesome, right? There's a lot of things mm -hmm. you can do. But just as a, just a generic personal trainer, I just, I would not recommend it because it's a burnout. The industry is designed just to churn and burn out um, individuals very quickly. Mm -hmm. And then what usually happens, those who start succeeding as a personal trainer say, oh, I'm going to start my own gym. And they don't realize all the costs and complexities of uh, of that as well as selling people and those those pieces. They're just not always so, that fun. So and it's it, burnout. <laughs> so you said it's not a career, but it could be a career. But what you're getting at is it's not um, a, a lucrative career. Is that what you were sort of hitting at? Yeah, it definitely can be, but it's just something that it's it's much harder. And, it, and of course, it depends where you were. I started my gym in San Diego, and in this in the one business park I was located at, there was five gyms. Oh, so that was an incredible <laughs> gym-related city. Yeah, exactly. So there's certain people I know in different different places of the United States that they have a gym and they have the best gym in town, and they they kill it. So it's definitely possible, but. 
of avoid the extremely fit places. Let's mm-hmm. say that. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just going to, so you're, you're not on college campuses now, but I can tell you a lot of college campuses, even in schools like Ryder, there's a lot of students who that say they come and that's what they want to do. I'm just, I'm just putting, putting it out there. <laughs> I, well, I, I wouldn't recommend it. I think there's okay. a lot more things there, you there can are do. Other I, would, I would, I would tell people to figure out how to do something online so you can live anywhere, be anywhere, and train cool. anybody so, anywhere. So what was, your, like what, were, what was your journey um, from kettlebell gym owner to where you are now? How did that progress? Yeah, so um, I, I remember distinctly having a, a nutrition consultation where the girl came in and she brought in a, just a box of supplements. And they were that big old brand we all know of that's kind of shady, Herbalife. And um, she was talking about how this shake was going to help her lose weight. And I looked at it and it was just full of fluff and carbohydrates and had actually no, almost no protein. And she paid $80 for a month's supply of this thing. And this was 15 years ago. Oh, but I, you know, it's probably like a hundred, 120 today. Inflation is a thing. And I was, I was disgusted because like I spend 30 bucks on way better product that you can buy down the street, any store. And so at that point, I was like, I need to find a, a better a better solution for people. And so I first went out and found like six products and brought them all in my gym. And lo and behold, no one at my gym bought my supplements. So I spent $1,000 on products, had it all lined up in a pretty cupboard, and no one wanted to touch it. And I'm like, okay, cool. What is the problem here? And I found out that there is a unique way of selling health and supplements in general. And that's the direction I had to learn how to do. And the idea is learning uh, direct marketing. So if you guys have ever seen a long form article, uh, a lot of health uh, magazines will have like a three page sender article that sells a yes. supplement. That is how people are educated about a product, learn about the benefits of it, and then decide that it's right for them to try. And so I had to discover that entire world of direct marketing before I could even get my business off the ground. So did your, did you, was your background in business helpful or did, or did you hit the world where I really wish I knew some of the biology? Oh, the, I would have been really fun in the biology. Um, I, I, it would have been fun. I, I learned a lot through certifications and going to different workshops, but not to the point where I, I, I should have. I, I wish I would have taken more of those classes in college and gone more towards that direction. What what um, sort of certifications? Oh, uh, kettlebell certifications, functional movements uh, certifications, nutrition certifications. Um, I'd probably have like a yoga certifications. I'd probably have like okay. about a dozen. I can't remember them all. So you were doing- You start a, drinking the, the punch and you just do yeah. lots <laughs> right. of certifications. So, so, you, so as part of your business, just for students who might be listening, the education did not stop just because you had your own business. You kept doing stuff. No, you, you drink, you get, you go in deeper. And, and the problem with that is you start thinking that more certifications mean I'm going to get, make more money. But no, it actually comes down to making sure that you are marketing to the right clientele and charging the right prices. And that's the stuff I didn't know about. I've always been a salesy person. You know, I, I won the, the magazine competitions and the chocolate sales competitions in middle school and in, in junior league and base, baseball and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I never really understood the importance of learning to communicatively sell people until about that. Point. That's sort of the whole thing about working smarter, not working harder. Yes, yes. And that's the other thing too. Like I, I always encourage people not to do things one-on-one if you can't get away with it. Try and do it online to reach multiple crowds of people. Try and make yourself a digital avatar that you can be watch, you can watch videos over and over again. You don't want to have to sell your time for money. You want to sell a thing that changes lives that can affect lots of people without you having to manually be there to 
Okay, we're, we're getting. I, I'm still interested in your journey, Cody, because um, I'm fascinated by this. Because you know, I might be looking for another career too. Because who knows? Maybe it's time for me to leave this professor stuff. Go. <laughs> but like, okay, so you're in the kettlebell industry. You decide you, you want to sell supplements. You don't like what the people bring in there, so you bring in some commercial supplements. You put them up on the shelf, and nobody buys them. Right, but you're but you're talking about them. You're saying, "Hey, you know, I bought this thing." Blah 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 blah. So, like, some people would just give up or put the supplements away, and but you didn't. No, no, you, you can't give up if yeah. you're if you're not cost if you're doing if it didn't work, you did it wrong. <laughs> it doesn't mean it doesn't work. It means you just didn't do it the right way, and that led me down the idea, the learning of direct marketing, and so. If anybody reads the books, there's there's a guy, Dan Kennedy and Bill Glazer. They're just great direct marketers. You can use the uh, principles of swipe and deploy, they call, where they'll watch like what goes on in a different industry. Mm-hmm. And then how can you mimic and use that in your own? So like Bill Glazer had a men's suit company and he used a lot of tactics he saw in different, in different niches and implemented in his men's suit company and it did very well. So I went to meetings, I watched, I watched videos, I read newsletters and started kind of get the idea of it. And then I fell into the world of, of online sales for supplements and started seeing these long 10,000 word sales pages that really just go into the crazy science down to the molecular level of particular like, you know, enzymes or, or parts of components of a supplement and how it all breaks out based on scientific studies. And that idea of, of being able to really teach and share and sell at the same time became what my companies become today. Cool. Uh, um, so what's the, tell me the status of the kettleball business. Oh, it's gone. Long gone. I sold it to, I sold it to a friend who had a similar like business and uh-huh. I think he ran to the ground and the trainers that work there took the clients and ran with it and they're doing something now. Okay. So if I go yeah, visit San I, Diego, um, Dan's giving me a signal here, but if I go visit San Diego, I can't find the, the, the Cody Bramlett's kettlebells. No, but there's still quite a lot of videos of me swinging kettlebells online, teaching stuff. So if you want to see a younger, goofy version of me teaching kettlebells, I'm all over YouTube. That's I actually have a friend who who does who is a personal trainer who does kettlebells. I will direct him and get what he what he what he gives me to think about. Um, but Dan's giving me the signal, which means we're at the end of this uh, this first segment. So we're going to come back and we're going to continue our conversation with Cody Bramlett, the CEO of Science Natural, um, and we'll be right back after these brief underwriting announcements. You're listening. The Health 411 on 107.7 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx. Health 411 Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Capital Health. If someone you loved was sick, how far would you go to make sure they got the best care? Your mother, your sister, your best friend, your neighbor, your son? How far would you go for doctors who will meet with you longer so they really get to know you and who collaborate across disciplines so that they can devise a plan of care that's uniquely right for you? There's no doctor too far, no care too distant, that you wouldn't go there. And for more than 100 years, so has Capital Health. From our hospitals in Trenton and Hopewell, to our primary care offices all across Mercer, Bucks, and Burlington counties, to right here at Ryder University, Capital Health has the team of doctors, nurses, experts, specialists, and staff that you can count on to care as much about your loved ones as you do. Because you'd go to the ends of the earth if someone you loved was sick. And so do we, Capital Health. There's no appointment needed for this doctor's visit. Now back to the all-new Health 411, underwritten by Capital Health, Minds Advancing Medicine. 
107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 TheBronc.com. Welcome back to Health 411. I'm Professor Jonathan Karp, and I am having a conversation with Cody Bramlett. And Cody, in, our la- in the last segment, was giving us a little background from when he was a kettlebell gym owner, uh, and he discovered the word, world of supplements and wanted to, to sell supplements instead of running a kettlebell gym. And he discovered this idea of direct marketing using online sales techniques to sell his supplements. So um, can you t- take, us, take us from there to yeah, where you are. So the, the next step was kind of learning this whole uh, procedure. So my brother, luckily, I had a little inside help. My brother had just started doing this about a year prior, selling personal training online and different coaching programs. He'd sell workout programs online and made little sales pages, you know, 5,000 words explaining why his workout program's the best. And then he found networks of people with blogs and other types of services who would promote for a commission. And so that's called affiliate marketing. Okay. And so this idea of it, I, I like liked it, start drinking the punch of that and went to conferences and learned about all these networks and started getting involved in making friends. And then I learned how to work with particular writers to help create these long form sales pages. And I made my first one, be about a year and a half. And we launched it and I um, launched uh, Turmeric with BioCream was the and first product I started how did you, how, how, So Turmeric over the last couple of years has boomed, right? Yes. How, how did you pick that particular spice? My brother had taken, he'd rented a house in Mexico and said, hey, do you want to come? And at the time, I, I was kind of down on my luck at the time, wasn't doing too well financially. And he said, all you do is pay for the plane ticket. Looked it up, it was $300, the plane ticket. I said, sure. And so I show up at the house and I hang out there and I was saying how much I'm tired of my gym and how I don't want to do that anymore. And he said, oh, I think turmeric would be the next big thing. Don't know why he said it. I think some of his clients <laughs> talked about it or something like that. And I went back and just dove into that just well, in the deep end. Well, your brother, it. your brother wasn't wrong. So, no, I, I, so I hope, I hope <laughs> you still like him because he led you in there. Yes, not yes, all brothers. Much. Is he older brother or younger brother? Younger. younger oh, wow. And actually wildly successful with his, with his <laughs> uh, virtual training business now. So he's, so, he's so, killing it. But like you said, it was just he heard the word turmeric. He, he, did he know about its, its, its natural history of the plant? Did he know about like what was happening? Did he know about its pur- purported roles in biology? Yeah, definitely. It was the idea of anti-inflammatory. Like that okay. was the, the yep. new catchphrase that was started to come on, um, come on board in the in the market, and people were starting to use that and talk about that a lot. So I think some of his clients maybe brought that in. He read some articles about it, some some along those lines, and so that's what kind of led me down that path of kind of the idea of anti-inflammatories Excellent. in natural. And senses. so if you're if so you said great, it's a great idea. I'm gonna you have an option. You can sell other people's products using your direct marketing, or you can develop your own. Um, how did you make the decision of what to do and how did you decide what, like, what choices did you have to just think about? Definitely. So if you think about like an affiliate program on Amazon, Mm -hmm. you get like 8% or something like that, 6%. It's a small commission you receive when you own and operate the whole, the whole company, you end up paying uh, truthfully to these affiliates, like 40 to 50, sometimes higher 60% commissions. But at the end of the day, you're probably still taking home 15 to 20%. And if you're good at creating an engineered funnel where you're convincing people to buy a larger package and maybe pick up like omega-3 as well, because while you're here, might as well get some some extra, um, you can come out making quite a lot per sale more than you can from from other people. The catch is, of course, making sure that your sales page converts correctly. Because these guys that have traffic and email lists, they expect to send an email and make a thousand bucks. 
So if they send a thousand clicks and you need to make sure that they make a thousand dollars, you have to kind of reverse engineer your cost of goods, how much you charge the customer, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it all backs out. So they make the money they want, you're profitable and enough customers buy. But, but, but how do you decide what you're going to sell? So you've got turmeric. So did you have to make, yeah. did you have to make your own supplement? Like, like, oh, no, no. were you I like, found, a, were, were you buying <laughs> it at like, well, I, I think I'm going to say you're not, you're not like going to like the Indian market and buying no, this no, stuff no. And sitting in your garage filling pills with this. I, I, I've <laughs> known people who have started supplement brands that way and quite literally were manufacturing the garage. But I was like, no way in heck am I going to do that. I don't have to like, I don't have enough time of the day. So I actually went online and just searched like contract manufacturers and I found dozens of them. And I found one in Atlanta that was okay. And eventually I settled on um, a couple in Ohio, one in Ohio and one in um, in uh, Salt Lake City that oh, okay. actually were phenomenal. And I've worked with both of them back and forth. And they could make it and they, they they had sort of some sort of formulary where they could put this stuff together for you. They knew about dosing, right? So the, these so you sort of collaborated with sort of the, the chemists and the science who could guide you. I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but uh, you know, I am a oh, biologist. You're, you're I'm, 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 try, I'm trying to think. Of like, yeah, you know, correct. They have they have formulators. They right. have the whole thing, and, and a lot of them because I wasn't the first person who wanted to sell turmeric. They already had three turmeric formulas, and they said, "Which one do you want, A, B, or C?" And I'm like, "Oh, A." Turns out, A, by the way, had too much curcumin and actually was hurting people. Like oh. they were, there, there. It was almost like taking like eight Advil at once, and it's just not that healthy. So we had to like dial it down. I could take it, no problem. Didn't bother me. But some of my clients were like, hey, this is uncomfortable with my stomach. It's giving me like, you know, bad bowel movements. And I'm like, oh, okay. So we had to find a more universal formula. And it's all about the trial and error. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. So do you do any, what, 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 what supplements besides the turmeric supplements do you sell? Or is that the only one? Yeah. So originally it was turmeric and then I paired it with, well, you know, since you're here, you might as well grab things you already know about. So I, I upsold people to omega-3 and probiotics because everyone knew about probiotics. Everyone knows about omega-3. You're probably buying it from somewhere else. Might as well grab it here while you're in the store and I'll give you a big discount. So it's kind of like the whole having gum at the, at the register when you're at the grocery store, just trying to make sure people are grabbing a few things on the way out. And that actually helped us have a very large average order value so we could actually get a ton of traffic and I could pay quite a, a lot to the, to the traffic sources that were coming in. Um, mm. And then after that, we um, created, oh gosh, dozens of other just kind of generic products, you know, things for fiber. We had uh, uh, different very, different formulations of, of, uh, of probiotics, different formulations of turmeric. Um, I, I sold turmeric tea for a while. I thought that was kind of fun. That was a fun little blend we got a hold of and did. Um, mm. Our, my favorite supplement has been a, a thyroid, a, a thyroid, um, a blend that helps with your thyroid. And we wanted to do something to really helps, help helps, like in, that. helps in what way? What does help mean? People that have thyroid problems or may have to take drugs for their uh -huh. thyroid issue. Um, they can take this supplement and a lot of them, I've had a lot of people report back that their doctor took them off their drugs. Okay. So, 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 okay. So you're hitting on something about a little bit of biology, which I'm not going to put you on the spot, but some people have underactive thyroids. Some people have overactive thyroids. Um, you know, help is different for each of those two conditions. How do you figure it out if I'm online, your website, and somebody says, oh, here's a thyroid supplement. How do I figure yeah, out so what, what's appropriate? We wanted to find a thyroid, thyroid supplement that worked and had a lot of positive reviews. So we okay. did a little sleuthing on Amazon and found the product that had the absolute highest ranking reviews <laughs> and the most like positive comments. 
and we reverse engineered the backward engineered it. Oh, good for yes, you. Yes, They're for, good for yes. you. And so, and so that that worked, and that was exciting because outside of turmeric, I mean, turmeric was my main pusher, right? Mm-hmm. I've done millions of dollars in sales with turmeric. You know, I, I found people who had done Facebook ads and people that done YouTube ads, and they, they drove traffic to it. it. Was doing great, but eventually it just kind of started dying out. And this one was exciting because it was the first one outside of turmeric that really just had a huge success instantly. I think it had a one month where it did close to a million dollars wow, in sales, great. and it was really fun to to see that growth. And more importantly, the women that were taking this, I think I'd had more positive comments from that particular product than anything else we've ever sold because they knew they had a specific problem. And when they took it, they felt a significant difference, which is always exciting because a lot of a lot of health is, I take 10 things to give me 1% better of, a, of an improvement, but this one you know, gave people significant improvement just on, on one shot. So it was always exciting. And I'd never, I'd never forget that offer. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, so I'm, uh, I'm hearing a couple different things and, and not in, in no particular order. Uh, one of the things you talked about is uh, pairing with other people. And Dan is wiggling his finger at me, which is telling me I'm going to ask you about working with other people, pairing with them and being comfortable and sort of sharing the wealth because not every entrepreneurial person is willing to do that. But we're going to come back um, after some brief underwriting announcements here on Health 411 and do that. You are listening to 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 TheBronc.com. Health 411 Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on 107.7 The Bronx is underwritten by Capital Health. If someone you loved was sick, how far would you go to make sure they got the best care? Your mother, your sister, your best friend, your neighbor, your son? How far would you go for doctors who will meet with you longer so they really get to know you and who collaborate across disciplines so that they can devise a plan of care that's uniquely right for you? There's no doctor too far, no care too distant, that you wouldn't go there. And for more than 100 years, so has Capital Health. From our hospitals in Trenton and Hopewell, to our primary care offices all across Mercer, Bucks, and Burlington counties, to right here at Ryder University, Capital Health has the team of doctors, nurses, experts, specialists, and staff that you can count on to care as much about your loved ones as you do. Because you'd go to the ends of the earth if someone you loved was sick. And so do we, Capital Health. There's no appointment needed for this doctor's visit. Now back to the all-new Health 411, underwritten by Capital Health, Minds Advancing Medicine. 107.7 The Bronx, 1077thebronc.com. Welcome back to Health 411. We are continuing a conversation with Cody Bramlett, and he is telling about us about his journey into entrepreneurship and uh, direct marketing in the supplement business. And at the end of the last segment, I sort of laid the bait to ask him, because one of the things I'm hearing is from the beginning, he, Cody, you're, you're one of the people who's willing to share the wealth. You're willing to work with people and you're not saying I have to have 95% of all the money that I generate. Is that one of the things that makes you successful? Because I can imagine not every entrepreneur is willing to do that. 100%. So right now I do teach people how to start their own supplement businesses because I've made terrible mistakes. And one of the biggest mistakes people have is they hold on to staying in entrepreneurial mode and they don't quit. They don't get out of it because you have to go from entrepreneur to CEO. And that is that is the most important step. Okay, can, okay, for, for our listeners, can you explain, can you break that down a little bit? What does that mean? Definitely, an entrepreneur is someone who's a hustler. They are constantly trying to find a way to, a way to make it work. They are doing everything themselves. Everything depends on them. Basically, you're kind of like a, a sales rep. You're like a door-to-door salesman. You're just going nonstop, making it happen, using your willpower to force an end result, right? 
And when you do that, everything is yours, right? All the money is mine. But one of the biggest lessons we, we don't understand as a new business owner is that the money is actually the business and you're just an employee of the business. You may also be the owner, but you're just an employee. And so if you take all the money for yourself, there's nothing left to reinvest, to hire a staff member, to get a partner involved and have them take a, a commission because they bring something unique to the, to the offer. So the company. So we have to start thinking like a CEO and a CEO has to think first off about all the different roles in the company. And when you're by yourself, you wear 20 different hats and then how to slowly offboard yourself and bring in people and actually allow them to do their job. When does that turn, where, when should that transition happen? Because I'm going to put it out there because Ryder actually has a major called entrepreneurial studies, <laughs> you yes. know? And so I, I I definitely think it's when you hit your your financial goals. So let's say okay. you have a $50,000 year job and your company brings in $200,000 in profit. You pay yourself $50,000 a year still and that extra 150 goes to the business. So it's basically once you start meeting your replacement income to leave your other job, that's when you have to start transitioning from I'm an entrepreneur to I'm going to build a company and be a CEO. And you need to have that that mindset in place at the beginning. Otherwise, you stupid like me, hey, have two weddings in one year, buy a house and buy two cars in cash and go on three vacations because you think you have all the money in the world. And at the end of it, you realize you don't. <laughs> wow, I'm stuck on that two weddings in one year. I'm not going <laughs> yeah, to. We're, 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 we're not going to. I'm teasing. We have to go into that. But do you find people struggle with that? Yeah, I see them all the time. They they um, they launch you know, with they, an idea. The they have a great idea. Yeah. I'm going to do this and blah blah blah. And, and 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 they'll take off and they'll start to succeed and they'll hit the ground running and they'll do like a million or two million dollars in sales with some good profit margins and then they think that it's just never going to stop. But in reality, every single business aspect product company has a life cycle, mm -hmm. and it will end. And especially if you're not trying to keep it alive and inject more things into it, it will die out much quicker. And, and so, so a lot of people just think they've created the golden unicorn and it just works forever. And, and this, I'm going to ask sort of a rhetorical question, but I want to see what yeah. you do with it. Is the success of the business is the financial component as opposed to the biomedical or health component? Is that, is that oh, yeah. what, you're get, what you're getting at? Because it's a business in the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah your Absolutely. product really means nothing. Like I can sell omega-3 generic and make millions of dollars, or I could sell some incredibly complex um, uh, thyroid um, supplement and make a million dollars. Like it's just in the actual sales and how the company functions and how it supports the customers. The actual product is not what is special. Cool. And, and, and because of that, you have to have, be willing to have that attitude and that, um, that allows you to diversify the products that you're selling because you're not all about, I'm gonna take, you know, traditional spices from the subcontinent and sell them and that's going to be my mission you, you know what i'm saying you're willing you're willing yeah. to do whatever is going to help you generate revenue with that being said is every decision you made and every project product that you've selected to sell has it worked no god no god no i've <laughs> wasted lots of money <laughs> okay. is that part of your learning from the mistakes thing that you mentioned before it is and it's also just a part of life i mean no one has mm -hmm. a complete home run every time, like Apple, right? They, they have lots of home runs, but Apple has had a few products that no one cares about, like HomePod, no one buys that. The new Apple goggles, like they just announced they're gonna cut their forecast in half. Like they're incredibly expensive and weird, and I don't think they're gonna be that popular of a product. So like the not everyone has a win. Cool. And you have to not, you have to be one of those people who's not gonna, 
you have to be able to cut your losses and like not quiver in the corner crying because like, oh, my God, I love that product so much. And have a plan to keep doing it. Because at the beginning, I was for some short time, I was convinced I sell turmeric. That's why I got a yeah. turmeric tea. And I was obsessed with only selling turmeric. That's what I'm for getting at. freaking you, reason. It was silly. Okay. Instead, I am a direct marketer for health supplements. And right now we have, you know, gummies. We have a weight loss line. We have a generic health line. I do a lot of discount offers. Buy one, get three free. Those are quite popular right now. Um, we have a skincare offer. Um, we have a bunch of different, um, just, just a plethora of things because we're always out there looking for what can work, what can convert, and how can we give someone a good product at a great value. And with the word health supplement too is often pretty broad. Uh, from the business side, how do you view health supplement? Definitely. So the idea of supplements is, of course, that we're missing something in our diet, right? So not everybody needs every type of supplement, and I hopefully try and convey that in our in our, in our articles and in our uh, our sales pages that this is product is for this type of person when you're this way. Um, but I definitely take supplements. I'm obsessed with them. I probably have about a stack of twelve things I take every day. Um, I feel like it's just that little, you know, mm -hmm. one or two percent that helps you stay at your A game. Right. And so yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm all, I, I'm all and, for and I've got I've got to ask you that too because. I've got to ask you this, is the, and, and I get the idea of supplements, um, you haven't talked about vitamins and stuff, but you know, we live in a world where here, at least in the United States, people don't have beriberi, they don't have night blindness, you know, they don't have rickets, right? And so we're not talking about vitamin supplements, we're talking about some of these other things, right? And so, you see what, you know what I'm asking? On the, from the business yeah. side, how do you pick that? And talk how about do you it. pick the right pick the, yeah. how do you pick the one to sell you yeah. mean, or how do you pick or, the or one you, that just meet either way interpret yeah. any way you want i think the short answer is that like if you're starting your own business it's what means what's special to you so for example yeah. the turmeric the reason one, one of the other reasons we picked turmeric is my dad had, a, had some health problems and his doctor literally said you should eat turmeric <laughs> oh really that okay. was in my sale that, that was in my sales page like this is what my doc my dad's doctor said this is one reason why i researched it you know that's just like that's the truth um and so I think what, what kind of helps people pick the product they want to sell and they want to tell their story about and want to get in the market is something that means something to their personal life, something that may have happened to them or someone close to them, because that, that just allows you to have a little bit more of a, a connection. It, it sounds like you have care. a great, what some people call the story. Yeah, it's, yes, yes, the story you, matters. And, and, so and yours is very relatable. Right. That's the, that's the key. If, if in, in your company, you have to have a, a also not just the bio, the science of it and why it works, but you have to have the reason why the customer, when they visit your website, they have to know, like, and trust you and be willing to buy in that first try. Otherwise you're having to spend money on multiple ad retargeting and you're just losing profit every single time. And sometimes it's, well, right now it's almost impossible because the costs are so high, but it's, it's and, challenging. And is part of that trying to guarantee return customers or is everybody like a first timer? You kind of treat it as two companies. I treat it as two companies. Oh, I treat the actual sales okay. as, a, as, a, as a first timer every time. And I treat the email list and the current customers as a second secondary company almost. So we, we try to look at the monetization separately. Otherwise you get blinded by the fact that you have some emphatic buyers who love to buy your products no matter what they are. And 
it may skew the, the actual numbers of how well the offer is doing or how well it does with your other traffic sources. So I kind of try and divide them apart. Oh, that's an interesting approach. And you have to, I guess you have to be aware of that because that will influence this, your decisions going forward. So Dan's giving me a signal over here. We're going to take another break for some underwriting announcements here on Health 411. We'll be right back with our conversation with Cody Bramlett. You're listening to 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 The Bronx. Health 411 Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on 107.7 The Bronx is underwritten by Capital Health. If someone you loved was sick, how far would you go to make sure they got the best care? Your mother, your sister, your best friend, your neighbor, your son? How far would you go for doctors who will meet with you longer so they really get to know you and who collaborate across disciplines so that they can devise a plan of care that's uniquely right for you? There's no doctor too far, no care too distant, that you wouldn't go there. And for more than 100 years, so has Capital Health. From our hospitals in Trenton and Hopewell, to our primary care offices all across Mercer, Bucks, and Burlington counties, to right here at Ryder University, Capital Health has the team of doctors, nurses, experts, specialists, and staff that you can count on to care as much about your loved ones as you do. Because you'd go to the ends of the earth if someone you loved was sick. And so do we, Capital Health. There's no appointment needed for this doctor's visit. Now back to the all-new Health 411, underwritten by Capital Health, Minds Advancing medicine 107.7 the bronc and 107.7 the bronc.com welcome to health 411 from the digital bronc studios at Ryder university we are continuing our conversation with cody bramlett ceo of science natural and cody when we were talking before one of the things that you said you do is you train other people to do what you have done can you please tell us about that yeah, definitely. So as I mentioned before, I quite literally made a million dollars of mistakes. And in 2020, we had a couple hit products that were taking off. And when everyone was locked down and judging their health and in their house for three months and unable to move, they started buying a lot of supplements online. So we had a very, very profitable, very big year. And um, I uh, got a little silly and thought I was could stop working and stop paying attention. And a whole bunch of things fell apart. And I realized that I needed to pay more attention to business. At the end of the, at the end of the year, by the way, guys, I had over $400,000 in losses and about $800,000 that was frozen from a credit card processor that stopped working. Oh, so wow. Okay. We, we had done some huge problems and mistakes in our business that were, were just structurally wrong. And so at that point, I realized I needed to make some massive corrections and start being a CEO and running the business like a business and less more like a way to make good money fast and try to take it all out of the business. And so in that process, I learned a, a ton about company structure, about how basically if, if I could start again today, what would I do? That's kind of what I would the way the approach. And so I put together a course of like 30 videos and sold it online and 50, 60 people bought it. And then after that, I realized that people don't really take action. So I decided to make this coaching community. And now we have like 50 business owners who come together once a week and they talk and discuss ideas. And we all kind of make sure that we stay on track and that we're making smart business decisions because I don't want anybody starting out to have to go through the hard troubles that I did and have to potentially lose a million dollars or have to, you know, put their house, mortgage their house to keep their business going or something like that. I don't want anybody out there experience anything like that. I want them to just be able to know what to do, when to stop, when to cut their losses, when, what, what, how to pivot, because I had to go through so many things with a gun to my head to keep the business alive. <laughs> now, does that does that sort of come full circle to you wanting to coach and train people in the kettle, kettlebell business? Is that is that a way of looking at it? 
it does. I mean, I do miss that a lot. I tell my personal trainer how much I, I almost miss. Oh, so I miss now, it so now the former class. personal trainer has his own personal yeah. trainer. Is that, that, yeah, that, that's course, a, yeah, that, that's yeah. a measure of success, I guess. Right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Anyway, I'm sorry um, for interrupting but, you on that. No, no, it's all it's all good. But like like that that literally is the thing. I love teaching. I love sharing. I love seeing people improve. And so it's it's a it's a it's a blessing to be able to work with people who are either have a business that they're trying to you know, take from a couple hundred thousand dollars a year to a million or for people who are just quite literally starting out and they're like, hey, I, I understand the concept of direct marketing. I understand the concept of, you know, making money selling supplements, but there's a thousand things I can do. How do I put it together the right way? And if so somebody wanted to, 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 to check you out and investigate that course, where would they find you? Yeah. So I have a silly company name, but I love it. So don't judge me, but it's called Supplement Millionaire because I, you know, watch people want to become millionaires and if they want to sell supplements, I figured it'd be a cool name to do it. Um, I have a little, little uh, video on there that kind of goes through, the, through what the course is and we do free, uh, free uh, coachings on there probably about once a quarter. So if anybody wants to know more, they can check it out. There's some resources you can download. And our whole goal is to really help and build that community. It may not be right for you today, but if you are starting a supplement business or already have one, my gosh, please come check us out. I could probably help you make $100,000 more this year and probably help you save even more than that. Now, are you, are you in a sense, training um, competitors to do exactly what you're doing? Is that a, is that a, is that a yes. fear? Yes. <laughs> and that's a cool thing because the earlier I talked about affiliate traffic, how we get our, 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 our customers. It's through people who have large email lists, blogs, newsletters, things like that. They promote us and get a commission. We do the same thing. So I don't have a thousand products. I can't promote myself and my clients to ourselves, our own stuff every day. So we look for other people that have great offers that do well, and we'll promote other people's offers. So in our industry, it's more of a, as we all succeed, as the tide rises, we all rise with it. It's that concept. So if I can help people make great companies that service company customers well and produce great products, then we can promote each other and all make more money. So it's cool. This. And, that, and that comes back to the thing we discussed earlier is willing to share the wealth yes. to, to work with, That's what it's to, all about. to work with people. And I guess you, you don't have to, you know, like them, or have them as your best friend. But if they if the businesses work well together, that's what you're looking for. Is that correct? Exactly. It's fun. Ninety five percent of people I work with are great. <laughs> do, do sometimes is it not work out? And again, is that part of the learning experience? of being able to yeah, so, cut your losses in that regard to not with, with products, but with these affiliation agreements. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's all a trial and error. So like we, we really big on our numbers. We know our metrics for every single sale we do, every single promotion we do, every single type of niche we have within our business, every segment of our lists. We understand all those numbers. So we're able to compare and contrast. And that's part of too in the coaching. We'll, we'll, we'll promote people's offers and then say, hey, this is how well you did compared to X, Y, and Z. So that way people can learn from where they are to improve upon it and, and actually achieve those results. Because it's not like you can just be done and, and win the first time. It takes time to refine things to make the message clear. And for all we know, a, a red button, a yellow button is sometimes the, the, the winning thing that gets people over the edge. So we want to help people discover that. So you've really learned to sort of plan for the future. So where do you see your company in 10 years? Uh, 10 years. I hope to be retired on a beach. Um, uh, well, then so, five years. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my goal with the business is to continue to grow it, but turn it into multiple brands. So we, we kind of create a little umbrella company um, that, that uh, houses multiple brands. And I want to be able to have different business partners within each one. So that way I can become almost the coach CEO advisor for each person, work even less than I do now and still partake in the success. So my goal is to not just have one company, but to have a plethora and have partners across many different avenues to be able to be successful without having to 
work in it every single day. Have you seen any success in the international market or are you kind of centered in the US? The US tends to be the big win and that's just because there's just a lot of synergy in this type of industry. I, I know people in different industries in the UK and France and Germany, and it's just not the same lucrativeness. I mean, there's just not one niche there that's the size of the US market. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. I've got to ask you too, what's the next turmeric? Uh, the next, I think, so that I keep seeing this. We're gonna, we're building a page right now. Berberine. Berberate. Berberine. Berberine. Okay, what, what's what that? is berberine? I don't, I don't know anything about it yet. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. God. So I, you I, just I, heard about it. Okay, okay. This is something I've been seeing in articles. I've been seeing on like okay. TikTok and social media threads. And so my team right now is doing research. We're putting together okay. our, our page for it, but we're gonna have something live real soon. But it, it, I think it's gonna be one of the next, next ones that pops in the in the market like it, i call it the when it hits the zeitgeist everyone kind of hears enough about it and wants to try it that's when it's hot and so i i wrote turmeric for two or three years I actually had some good luck with moringa moringa was a big win for us for the last year and a half two years and so i'm hoping berberine takes off as the next one cool does, does that mean that turmeric sales stop or will that always be in do you always have like these legacy products in the supplement business? You know, a car company or a motorcycle company makes something for a couple of years and they decide we're not going to make it anymore and it's gone. In the supplement business, do you ha do you keep these legacy things around for people who have been using it for long periods of time? And like, I always go to this place and buy it, but blah, 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 blah. What's, what's the idea behind that? Yeah, we, we, we evolve our offers. So we start out with those long informative pages when people don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. And then we shorten them down and shorten them down eventually till it becomes almost just a standard e-commerce page with some kind of singular promotion. And that one usually is the longevity one that lasts forever. The one that you can re-promote because everyone already knows what turmeric is. Most of our customers know what Moringa is. So I can send them basically a page about that big that has, here's a deal, here's Moringa, here it's great for you. Don't forget your great deal expires today at midnight. And, and those tend to work well. So there definitely is offers that you can do that too and have longevity forever. But then other offers we've had definitely just stopped working and no one wanted to buy it anymore. So yeah. I would and, say half and half. So, and, and of your customers, are most of them doing it for weight loss or most of them doing it for endocrine factors like thyroid kind of thing? What, what or longevity, wellness, skin, prevent wrinkles? Like what? From the business side, what's the sweet spot? I think the sweet spot for longevity is general health. Okay. Right? For longevity of the company, it's general health. And that's like the moringa. That's like the turmeric. That's the omega-3. That's the probiotic. They, they become the basics that people need. And you got to say, hey, this is why this turmeric special. And this is why it's on sale. And get that deal. Yeah. I think those are the ones that have the the, the longest strength. Right. Longest and, and, strength in and what I'm trying to get, like people know about like diet fads, fads come in and out and they go away, but something that says, this is just a general healthy diet that's you could just sort of stay on for a while. That's long-term success. And those fads, by the way, you just recycle them. So think about Atkins and keto. I don't know what the next version yeah, of that right. will be, but it'll be, <laughs> no. it'll be the same thing, just a new name. <laughs> Absolutely. Which is like a diabetic kind of diet. But anyway, um, Cody, thank you so much for having our, this conversation with us. Unfortunately, we're coming to the end of the program. So thank you so much for joining us. Um, 
This is 107.7 The Bronx, 1077thebronc.com. We're recording live from the Digital Bronx Studios. Thank you for listening to Health 411. This program is part of Capital Health and Rider University's efforts to bring people together to address issues associated with all aspects of health and healthcare. I want to thank again Cody Bramlett, CEO of Science Natural and Supplement Millionaire, among his many, many um, hats that he wears. We hope today's conversation has helped inform you about the supplement industry. If you have any questions and or comments about this program or to make suggestions for future broadcasts, please email us at health411 at rider.edu. Remember, you have a doctor's appointment scheduled for every Sunday at 10 a.m. Don't miss the all-new Health 411 with Dr. Jonathan Karp and our expert medical guest from Capital Health. You can listen to Health 411 anytime on demand. Go to 1077thebronc.com slash health411 to listen to past episodes or tune in every Thursday at 9 a.m. to hear the Weekend Rewind edition of Health 411. Health 411 on 1077thebronc is underwritten by Capital Health, Minds Advancing Medicine. Capital Health is the region's leader in providing progressive quality patient care with exceptional physicians, nurses, and staff as well as advanced technology.